let's not give summer to the creeps, though. Like, okay. can right. we just let the babies run free? Right. Like, and they, come on. they'll never get another opportunity unless they're nudists and they go to nude beaches. Scary fears. Scary fun. Scary mommy speaks. <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome to Scary Mommy Speaks, the show for women who are owning motherhood and all its glory, pain, and playdates. I'm Ashley. And I'm Carrie. If you're new to Scary Mommy, we're the number one source of info and entertainment for moms across the country. We tell it like it is. No sugarcoating and no impossibly perfect standards. This is the real deal. How was your week, my friend? Oh my goodness. I feel like so much has happened. So my kid has become a fully entire human being like in the last two weeks. She's talking and she has like three different kind of waves. She's like using the sign language that we taught her like not all the time. You're teaching your child sign language? Yes. I yes. love that. Yes. Well, my stepmom's a deaf interpreter, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, but also, like, yeah, bougie teaching my kids yeah, language. Very yeah, very Brooklyn. Yes. But anyway, so as she gets bigger and does more things, it occurs to me how much time has elapsed since I had her. Just as the time passes and I get more, like, proud of all the things she's doing, the opposite happens to how I feel about myself. Uh, to kind of bring this to my point or how my week was, Sebastian turned two on Sunday. Mm-hmm. And I finally feel like things are settled and like life, it's never going to be the way it was before I had a kid, Mm -hmm. but life is finally something, I I get it. This is it. I'm present. This is my life and I'm okay with it. So my point in saying this isn't like my life is so much better. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Like I I hope I start to feel settled like you will. Two. You least. will. It's going to take a little while, but you will. You will feel back to normal. And, yeah. and that's going to be a really remember, good day. I remember at four months, I started to feel like I wasn't drowning. And then that's sort of, I was so thankful that at that. So I guess there's just these like stepping stones where you just get higher and higher above the water. Where yep. you're just like, oh, no, that's I yep. feel better. Yeah. Yep. All right. So we're going to start off strong this week. This is like our girl power episode, and I love it. We have a story called Why I Gave My Daughter Permission to Kick Your Son in the Balls. Uh, I love this story. It sounds like my enchi- in my entire childhood, I did a lot of ball kicking as a little girl. <laughs> Not we- soccer balls, but no, no, balls, no, actual balls. testicle balls. <laughs> Got it. Um, we're also going to talk about how long our babies are babies, our toddlers are toddlers, etc. Mm-hmm. I'm in the toddler phase, and I feel like I'm never getting out of here. Well, isn't that what you also said about the baby face? Yes. Yes. Also, we have an amazing guest. You probably know her. You might know her. She is the host of Scary Mommy's popular web series, Mom Splained. She's giving us all the info on water safety. I mean, it's summer, baby. And Pink tells off the naysayers. Oh, she's always telling off the naysayers. Uh, God bless. She nays the naysayers. And that's why she gets our crushing it crown. Stick around to also hear special celebrity guest Jessica Alba read our confession. Oh, I can't wait to hear that. But before you hear that, you need to hear this, Carrie. All right. I love Lady Sweet. Lady Sweet, is that a special all women's hotel or like a girl group? Oh, no, my friend. It is a rejuvenating botanical oil for intimate skin. Intimate skin, like between your armpits? Oh, no, no, no. I am talking vulva here. Oh. That kind of intimate. It's amazing. You put a little on your fingers, you spread it around, and it helps things like dryness, razor burn, ingrowns, chafing, itchiness, redness, you name it. 
That's a lot of things. Is there anything Lady Sweet doesn't do? You know what? I honestly don't think so, Carrie. <laughs> Check out Lady Sweet on shop.scarymommy.com. And while you're doing that, don't forget to put in promo code SPEAKS15 for 15% off. It's time for our Crushing It Crown. Crushed it. Crushed it. The crushing it crown. Crushing it crown. Crushing it crown. We are ready to do some crowning, and not in the baby coming out of your vagina kind of crowning way. No, 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 no. We mean in a crushing it crown kind of way. I'm excited to hand out this week's crown. Every week, we hand out a crown to a mom and sometimes a dad who is crushing it. It's all about strong parenting moment, and this week it goes to. Pink. Yeah, Pink. Pink is always crushing it when it comes to handling internet trolls who parent shame her, which happens all the time. I know. And this time, I mean, she's not disappointing us. No. I mean, she never does, really. But in fact, she posted a hilarious caption, which actually covers her daughter's face. Her daughter is running through water sprinklers, and the caption says, here's a picture of my child running through water. It wasn't even filtered. What a waste of water. God, it's funny because it's true, you know. Like I know someone's definitely going to be the jerk who they're going to be like, "You live in California, and there's a water drought." Yeah, yeah, like water is a valuable it's a resource. I don't think that's we, a word. You know, we yeah. a drought. Yeah, we knew what you meant. <laughs> uh, I just think Pink is such a badass. I like. I really admire the stance she takes on all of this. While while this particular post may not have been the way I would think I would go about it just yeah. because I feel like she's giving more importance to these people who dog on her. Yeah, usually she reacts back instead of just like straight out like making it like a troll thing right, right and away. And there is something to be said yeah. about like not feeding into it. Mm-hmm. But I also, you know, we're not in the situation where you're constantly being judged publicly about your parenting. And no. it's just because pre-babies she had all this success, and still currently, she has yeah. all this success. So people just feel like they get to put their judgment on how she parents. I also think that people think that she's like an unconventional parent yeah. because, you know, she looks the way she does, which is badass, and her husband's like a pro skate- BMXer. Yeah, BMXer. I almost said skateboarder. BMXer. And I think that they think she's an unconventional parent. Yeah. When actually, I've found most of her stuff to be pretty on target there's nothing like weird about it at all totally and it's true i mean you have to hate so hard on the trolls to stop posting but i mean people had said that about that but i feel like people have come to expect her to say something yeah like they look to her to set a standard she's kind of like the anti-mom mom right and so i feel like maybe she feels that she has to post to set like some troll rules yeah um, oh my God, I love that pick. I just had a flashback of jumping through the sprinklers that used to go like back and forth like a like that's some Jersey oh. kid shit. I know I loved it. like, <laughs> oh, it's my favorite. Well, pink, pink is like the best. She can do no wrong for me. I just really love her. I, I agree with you. Uh, there are a lot of comments on this, but we just want to say we love our pink. We love you, pink. Kate says, She's awesome. I love her parenting style. Let kids be kids and run free through the sprinklers. Yes. Catherine says, love it. She's awesome. Take no shit from anyone attitude. Tess Lane says, I wish I had the energy to care what people thought. Maybe I would if I was famous. Or maybe that's why she's so incredibly talented because she, like, feels things. Hashtag I'm dead inside. Oh, Tess. Tess, we need to bring you in here and just give you a big old hug. Oh, Emma says, she is the best anti-troll person alive. I just love her. 
You ready for this one? Yes. Nourishia says, wait, I thought after the diaper incident, she threatened to not post her kids anymore. Can't stop seeking the attention, can they? She likes the publicity, even if it's negative. Oh, hater raid. Someone's drinking the hater raid. I've said it once. I'm going to say it again. Moms are way, way too hard on one another. We're all in this, like, very complicated time of our lives, and instead of supporting each other, we just a lot of times just turn on each other and are so vicious. I know. We don't have all of our brains or all yeah. of our sleep or all the nutrition. Yeah. We're just we're struggle bussing. I think we're all just trying to get through this life thing and most of us are trying our best as parents. You know, no human being is perfect in any way and a lot of us are just trying to continue to be we were pre-baby, you know, right. work towards those goals yeah. and accomplishments and stuff. Well, I'm sure we'll hear more from Pink bashing her internet trolls. I mean, somebody's got to do it. Thank God for Pink. I know. Okay, so there's this story that was on Scary Mommy that talks about this little girl who was on the playground and these kids were bullying her. We these get, boys. These specifically boys. Specifically boys. Boys, correct. And we will get more into that later. And she came home and she was obviously very upset. Yeah. And her mother told her to stick up for herself to kick those kids in the balls if they were if they weren't giving her a hard time. So we'll get more into the details of the story, but I feel like it's really timely because with the weather being so great, I live right across the street from a park, so even though my kid's are really small, I'm taking her to the park every day. So yeah. playground antics, I'm watching it all the time. Yep. And this article went viral, of course. The title says it all. Why I gave permission to my daughter to kick your son in the balls. Kick him where it hurts. I mean, my question is, do you really need a reason why? Well, I mean, this girl had plenty. A boy at school was grabbing her butt. Ooh. And yeah. when she told him to stop, he said she was fat. Uh, she is only six, yeah. by the way. Well, I feel like in this instance, it's a, uh, a kick punch and twist. It's true. This is like very timely with the Me Too yeah. situation. Yeah. So I say yes to this story. I mean, it's something I worry about all the time having a daughter. Yep. And I love how when this little girl said she's going to just hide at recess, like that was her original plan, her mom says, don't you let anyone take away your free time. When I read that, I actually cried because I really needed that. I was like, no one's going to take away my free time. I mean, I think we all need to hear that now. I it's, know. It's uh, important. Thanks, that mom. Yeah. For reminding me. But, you know, not everyone agrees with this mom. You're a mom of a boy. How would you feel if a girl, you know, kicked your son in the balls? Yeah, so for me, I I totally agree with this mom also. I think uh, in this particular instance, this story is boiling it down to it being about boys versus girls. But really, this just is— respecting bodies. Th- this is just respecting each other in general mm-hmm. and respecting each other's personal space. Um, I was bullied as a little kid uh, from a young age until I was— I don't know, probably in eighth grade, things kind of switched for me, and then I became the bully. I think I got so tired of being picked on. Mm -hmm. Uh, But my mom always told me, you know, if if it comes to blows and it needs to go there, you need to stand up for yourself, and I have your back. Yeah. And, you know, I think the thing we need to remember uh, is that the things that we're teaching our kids now, although they're in these small little microcosms, is uh, basically – 
teaching them for the rest of their life. It's like that book, Everything I Need to Know About Life I Learned in Kindergarten. Right. Yep. Exactly. And it, you need your kids need to know that they need to stand up for themselves. They need to be respectful for one another. And if they can stand up for other people and for what's right, they should absolutely be doing that. When Luna, when when Lee or I come in like really close to give Luna a kiss and she's not having it, she pushes us away. Yeah. And I'm like, Lee, don't get mad at her for that. I actually am okay with that. I think it's, I think it's, she's respecting her needs and her space. I totally get that. And I agree with <laughs> you but I force that little that little butterball of mine to give me a kiss sometimes he doesn't feel like it and I just grab him and I'm like you're gonna kiss me and I'm gonna love you forever and this is gonna happen all right should we read these comments yeah we should okay Pearl Brady says, keep your hands to yourself or you might get a knee to the balls is 100% a lesson I'll be teaching my son. Good for you, Pearl. Fallon says, yes, as a mom, as a boy mom, please do have your daughter knee them in their junk if they touch them without permission. They damn well better know they are raised to respect people's boundaries. Yep. So far, the moms are raising boys are like, yeah. Yeah, they're they're really, they're really great. Uh, Damaris says, none of my boys are getting kicked in the balls by any girl. They will know to keep their hands to their sides or I'll whoop their asses my damn self. Hashtag I'm raising a gentleman. All right, now it's switched. Well, but I, I agree. But, she's raising a gentleman. She's like, I'll do it myself, so don't worry. Yeah, I think she's saying, like, I'm teaching them to be gentlemen. It won't ever come to right, this. Right, right, right. Uh, Jenny says, I'm so torn with this headline. It's not okay for either gender to touch without consent. I'm a boy mom, so I'd be horrified if my babies were attacked. I mean, I feel you. I get it. Oh, there's more. Oh, however, I'm raising them to be gentlemen, thank you, and to be kind and to understand and practice consent. I also believe that women have power and should not put up with harassment of any kind. But a physical attack on boys? I'm not sure, folks. Kind of a hard scenario, and then she does like a sad, sad, angry face at the same time. Tough situation all around. I wish everyone would just understand that no means no. She doesn't want her kids kicked. I mean, I get it. Yeah, I get what she's saying. I don't agree with her, but I get it. It's also hard to imagine, like, if your kid's little getting kicked, but I sort of can imagine, like, if I was a boy mom, like, he was a teenager, being like, yeah, he might be a dick sometimes. But also, if I found out Sebastian was going around grabbing little girls in their, like, personal areas yeah. and then being like well you're fat anyway yeah that's i would pretty, shut that shit true. down real quick that's true that, that extra like, fat no, comment no, no. was extra i mean because it's it's just a way of him not being able to deal with his emotions and taking it out on he someone means else something else but that's how he's reacting to it so molly says do no harm but take no shit did you see what shirt i, I wore did. i'm wearing that She's on wearing a shirt a do no harm it says take no shit on the back oh does it yeah so timely. Annette says, I decked a boy for pulling my hair. I did get him a tissue to wipe up the bloody nose. That's nice. You're yeah, my kind of chicken. She's tough and she's a lady. Yeah. You know, my number one takeaway is the importance of teaching our kids that you you just don't get to touch anybody. I also think the the lesson of for every action there is mm-hmm. a reaction. That is that is a very important thing for our kids to learn. So hopefully they don't resort to anything physical. Yes, agreed. Carrie, I need to know, did you do something different to your hair? Even your face just looks different. Oh, who, me? (laughs) (laughs) Actually, yes, and I can't believe you didn't even notice sooner. God. Did you go on, like, one of your weird meditation retreats? You look very refreshed. Not this time, although I have before, and I do love a weird meditation retreat. I started using Scene hair care products. Have you heard of them? Yeah. They are amazing. They have shampoo, conditioner, and blowout cream. 
And it's not just good on your hair, it's really good for your face. You know how like when you have hair care products and they are kind of oily and they clog your pores and you get those like weird forehead pimples, yes, especially if you have bangs? I get neck, neck pimples. Oh, yeah. sexy. Well, I hate that. <laughs> this one is dermatologist design, so it doesn't do that. But it does give your hair body bounce control and all that shine. Oh my God, I need that. Yeah, you do. And you can get it. And you can even get like the whole bundle together. Oh. The three, the shampoo, the conditioner, and the blowout cream. And it costs $70. And guess what? What? I mean, hearing that already makes me want to get a blowout. Well, you can get all of them. And all you have to do is to go on shop.scarymommy.com. And they have seen hair care products on their site. Use Speaks15 for 15% off. That's Speaks15. Get that discount. Girl, bye. bye. You've been mom's playing player. All right, so we have with us today the host of Scary Mommy's very popular series, Momsplained, a series that shares unfiltered tips on how to tackle everything motherhood sends your way. Welcome. Hi. Hi. What what do we call you? Ms. Momsplained? Yeah, I'm the momsplainer. <laughs> I like Great. that. It's like Ms. a like a superhero. It's like the Terminator. Yes. But it's the momsplainer. The fixer. The yes, cleaner. exactly. I'm and the mom's so much more necessary than than the Terminator. It's true. In my opinion. So I love when you say, girl, bye, you've been momsplained. Can you do that for me right now so I can oh, fan girl? Of course. Yes. Girl, bye. You've been momsplained. Yeah. I need that as my ringer, as my phone ringer. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> okay, so last episode, we had OG Mom on, and she was talking about her kids getting hurt. Two boys, there's a lot of those stories. We talked a little bit about a story of her kid almost drowning. Yeah, scary. If you haven't heard it yet, check it out. It's episode four. So we have you here for some water safety tips. I mean, we all need them. It is the season. I think the most like basic question in all of this is, what age should you start to worry about water safety with kids? So I think one important statistic just to keep in mind is that drowning is the number one cause of death for kids under age four. Oh, really? It is the number one cause of accidental death that is 100% preventable. Wow. You know, it's, we, we hear about as moms, we hear about screen time and how many hours a day should your kid be watching TV and is there BPA in that bottle? Yeah. Buy the organic milk. You need the omega-3s. When have you ever heard from your pediatrician the word drowning. So, yeah, there have been some recent high-profile cases where— Yeah, that um, swimmer, right? Swimmer and and some moms who—one mom who had a tragic accident with her son. Her husband was a doctor. There was actually—they oh were at, at home, and there was a drowning. You know, multiple doctors in the family yeah. couldn't save this child. And this woman has now gone on a, a real activism campaign to really make moms aware that this is the number one cause of death. And we need to be educated and informed. And while, you know, it's a scary topic, I think there are really tangible, simple things that we can all do as moms to be educated and aware and to really raise safe swimmers and have a fun summer and a blast Mm. anytime you're around water. It doesn't have to be all nervous and, you know, scary. We just need to be smart about it. Yeah. Well, I also like that, you know, there's there's different ways to kind of talk about this subject, one of which is the fear-mongering, very, very scary way, or there's, you know, your way, which is very proactive and, like, this is how we can easily solve this issue. Totally, yeah. I mean, just a little bit of background on me. Um, Through college and high school, I was a swimming instructor with the Red Cross and a lifeguard. That's why you have those good arms. (laughs) (laughs) Those are the swimming arms. Not as good as they used to be. But, um, yeah, so I, you know, I 
did this was back in the days. Don't want to date myself, but when Baywatch was in his heyday, yes. Yes. yeah, that's when I was a lifeguard. High so, cut bathing suit. Yeah, lifeguarding <laughs> was like a real, like really cool profession back then. Um, but um, you know, the the basic principles are the same. And when you asked about what age um, should you be starting to think about it, I mean, six months old. Swimming lessons. I, there are programs that are called, you know, water babies or mommy and me or parent yeah. and child, where you go in the water with the baby. Yeah, those are great. Um, you know, and there are some parents who've had um, water-related phobias or you know scary incidents who them they themselves are not comfortable in the water, and that passes on to the yeah. kid. So if you yourself feel like you know you'd like to be maybe a stronger swimmer, it's also a good idea to consider you know swimming lessons for yourself. Yeah. Um, could you jump in and save your kid if your kid needed to be pulled out of the pool? You know, these are all things to think about. My yeah. pediatrician told me about this program that's like in my neighborhood where they, I guess it's obviously once they're one or whatever, where they purposely push the kid into the pool fully clothed and teach them how to roll over on their back and float even when they're fully clothed. So it's like the survivor of swim lessons. I was like, I'm down for that. Sebastian's like, I like that in hard. that. Oh, really? Yeah, Sebastian is, uh, he's been in swim lessons for almost three months now and they have uh, this thing that they call survival week once or twice a year and they encourage you to bring It's your... like shark week, but maybe that's too on the nose yeah, with just the water. Like, it's, it's like the don't die week. <laughs> yeah. um, but they have your kids come in, in full clothes and shoes and they don't teach them the regular stuff. They just teach them like, Survival. if you were to fall in the pool, how are you going to get through this with the weight of your clothes and all this other stuff, which I think is amazing. That would make me feel better. Usually, what happens is these kids fall into yeah. the pool. Yeah, and most kids drown during non-swimming time. So it's the time when they see a really cool, you know, pizza-shaped floaty floating mm. in the pool, and they climb over the Ugh. fence, or you know. Nobody's watching. Everyone's at the barbecue eating dinner and, you know, the little one decides to go for a swim without an an adult. So clothes on, definitely. I mean, there are very simple things and, you know, swimming lessons are expensive. Not everyone can afford them. But there are simple tips that any parent can can teach their kid at the pool on the weekend or you're, you know, at a friend's place. Things like teaching them how to blow bubbles. Can even do that in the bath. Yeah. Getting their face wet. So that's something you can practice every time you wash your baby's hair. Um, You know, I always I would wash my girl's hair with the um, shower sprayer and Mm -hmm. I would always get it all over their face. They'd be like, Mom, and it's like you're training them for that feeling of water splashing on your face inadvertently. So they don't freak out the minute you get them in the pool. Um, You know, once you get them in there and babies are great because babies can't talk back. So you can like literally dunk (laughs) a baby and they don't know what's hitting them. But then if you, you know, you one, two, three under back up. Yay. Big smiles and cheer. And the babies will be kind of stunned. But the more you do it, they'll get used to the feeling of being submerged in water. So in addition to blowing bubbles, you can teach your child how to float on their back. So even if they're teeny, even if they're like a year old, lie them back, let them look up at the sky and see if you can let go for a couple seconds. Just have their full body relax and they'll float. To talk about the uh, the floating thing, not that I'm an expert by any means, but uh, in Sebastian's swim class, they have him do blast off, which is essentially the floating thing. And, you know, he was under two when he started. And they, they have you lay on your back. The parent is holding them kind of they start with their head on your shoulder and you just put your cheek against them and slowly throughout time it's moved towards like he's a best, he's essentially floating exactly and exactly. he does it in the bath to and practice. from that you can transition to the same thing on their front where they're oh, like a starfish yeah. and they're blowing bubbles with the face in and what you really want to aim for is the ability to flip from your front to your back as a float that's oh. like the most basic thing and anybody can teach that to their kid you just super relaxed starfish on the front flip like a pancake onto your back and back and forth 
forth because then if they ever fall in, they're able to navigate, you know, between the two, between which way is up. So that's a great thing to teach them. Can we talk about the safety briefing? I thought that was a really cool tip and idea for parents. Yeah. I mean, I think it's great for um, for parents to have a conversation with their kid about kind of the ground rules for any time you're at a pool. And, you know, depending on your your lifestyle, you may be at, you know, grandma's house that has a pool or you may be on vacation and you might be at the YMCA in your own neighborhood. And all of those different spaces may have different deep ends. They may have different rules. Um, so, you know, ground rules about when you can go in water. Ground rules about depth are also important because, you know, different pools have different depths. Having the strategies to keep your kids and yourself safe um, is just a great way to be empowered and to be able to enjoy the water. Kids love water, too. It's like they just love, love, love it. Um, so how do we feel about bare baby bottoms at the beach? That was bare baby bottoms, bare ba- baby bottoms, bare, bare baby, baby bottoms. bottoms. I mean, do we <sighs> keep our baby's buns covered or like suns out, buns out? I I don't care. I don't see a problem with it. I think baby butts are the cutest thing in the entire world. What I don't love is that you can't control any weirdo perverts that are around there right. who are just being creepers. But Sebastian's naked. If in you saw the color of my child's skin, you would just want to. She's like powder, like that movie powder. Yeah, same as Sebastian, <laughs> super white. Yeah, she's like a ginger. I'm not sure how that happened. And her skin is like translucent. And so she's got maybe, green eyes. So maybe you don't want to like burn I have her full, butt. I have full rash guard, but I would be okay with like leaving it out. But the sun scares me with her. I told you, Sebastian this weekend at his birthday was running around in his underoos playing in the backyard. So I, I'm I'm all for the baby nudity. Well, Scary Mommy's called in about this, and here's what you said. I was a psychopath about my daughter, wouldn't put sunscreen on her until she was a certain age, all that kind of stuff. And then I wanted to, it was my son, who's two months old. Oh, we just took him out on the beach, and he got windburnt. I put sunscreen on his ass. Um, you know, just crazy stuff. Well, I almost, my, my partner and I got like in the biggest like little fight right after we had the baby because he wanted to go to Puerto Rico. And I had read all of these articles about how you're not supposed to put sunscreen or bug spray on your kid before a certain age. And I was like, we can't go to Puerto Rico. There's so many mosquitoes in the sun. How are we going to protect our baby? So I, eventually we, we had a meet, like a mid ground where we waited like one extra month and I did put the sunscreen and the bug spray on her ahead of time and she was fine. I mean, MPS, we were. Did your husband mention that drowning is actually more no, of a cause of death than your sunscreen <laughs> drama? Time, next time I will. And I just am too afraid of my my kid's poor, delicate little baby butt getting totally burnt. And uh, and for that reason alone, I I can't. I can't do it. I just, call me paranoid, but it's just it's too much of a risk. But I don't think realistically someone's waking up to go to the beach and being like, Commando all day, little Johnny. Like, yeah. we're not packing a bathing no. suit for you. I feel like it's more of a, you know, we start out in our suit with our SPF, our rash guard, our hat, all of that stuff. And then maybe at 4 o'clock after the diaper comes off or the right. swim diaper is just, like, gross, right. you let him run around well, for I mean, half an hour on the beach in his butt and it's fine. We didn't yeah. specifically say about the sun. I mean, we said sun's out, but I think it's, I hope maybe there'll be an answer about this. I think it's more about, like, creepos. The only reason why I would maybe cover up my kids would be on a crowded beach uh, where there were lots of people, potentially people that might not have the greatest intentions. Um, There's a lot of people out there, as we hear, um, 
that are creeps and maybe I would cover up my child for that reason, uh, for their own protection. There we go. Let's not let's not give summer to the creeps though. Like okay. can right. we just let the babies run free? Right. Like, yeah. let them, like let's stop worrying about the perversions. Like and they, come on. they'll never get another opportunity unless they're nudists and they go to nude beaches. But like as normal human beings, they're not gonna get another opportunity to just be creeps... naked and feel good and, right. and self assured and run you know around. in my mind creeps hate sun like vampires, so they're just inside anyway. We can all be more proactive now in, in and educated about it and yep. educated mm-hmm. absolutely. So thank you so much, Mom Splainer. Thanks. Thank you. It was a pleasure to be here. And you know what, Ashley? Yes, girl. Bye. Oh! You get Mom Splained. I love it. I knew it was coming. Girl, bye. bye. You get Mom Splained. Okay, so I guess it's time to turn to something a little bit more sentimental. So we posted a meme about the timeline of your children's lives. This uh, meme was made by 936 Pennies, Aaron Lynham, author and speaker. The first thing was that this meme made me do so much math. Ugh. I was like, there's this many dead for seven days in a I week, know. this many weeks. I mean, it was sad math. It, All math is sad to me in general, but this was extra sad math. I feel like that Barbie from the 90s that said, math is hard. <laughs> um, do you remember that Barbie? No. Oh, I had it. <laughs> anyway, this is very truly depressing math. Here is how it goes. You have a newborn for seven weeks. Been there. Done that. You have an infant for 51 weeks. Sounds about right. A toddler for 108 weeks. That's a lot of weeks. <laughs> a child for 506 weeks. Just say eternity. And a teenager for 264 weeks. Oif. A teenager? I think they mean giant pain in the ass. I'm not looking forward to that stage. I pretty much was a giant pain in the ass yeah. as a teenager. Well, the caption says, and somehow they'll be the longest and shortest weeks of your life. You know what I say? Screw this meme. That's a modeling bullshit. Yes. Well, I get the point is to like really encourage us to, uh, you know, live each moment, appreciate this time. It makes me sad. And you know what? I don't need this kind of negativity in my life. So thank you. I'm going to I'm going to mom explain and say, girl, bye. I had this like weird reaction. We've talked about it on the show before where I'm like kind of a one and done. Same kind of lady. Yeah. But I read that meme and I was like, I've wasted one summer with my kid. I need to have another kid and not waste the first summer. And I'm like, what is this meme doing to me? Let me tell you something. It's making me want to have another baby, even though almost I almost died having the first one. At about two. This is. Part of what I was saying at the top of the show with feeling settled at two years, you stop feeling that. Yeah, okay. I see a baby and I'm like, oh, so cute. Here's your mommy. Go back now. Bye-bye. You <laughs> That's know? how I felt before I had a baby. <laughs> okay, the comments on this post range from sentimental to just dang honest. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's the first one. Vicky says, loved every moment of raising kids, but really love my adult children. They're amazing. This is how I feel, yeah. even though my adult child is two years old. You can see it coming. Also, my soon-to-be 36-year-old adult child, Matt. <laughs> Vicky Turner says, they grow up far too quickly. Treasure every moment, XX. She's not wrong. No, but I can't deal with the, like, everything's roses all the time. Yeah. Anyway, Heather says, the years go by fast, but the days crawl by. I was just saying that. Mm-hmm. It's so true. But treasure every moment is one of those statements of parenthood that drives me insane. Yes, girl. I'm not treasuring every moment. Every moment isn't great. Yep. My kids are 8 and 10 now, and neither slept through the night until they were 4 to 5. Oh, please don't tell me that. I was wandering through a sleep-deprived fog for at least four years. Treasure my I treasure my children, but not always the moments. I feel like I'm Team Heather. I know, me too. Hardcore. Heather, do you want to be our friend? Yeah, do you want to be our friend? Uh, Karen says, that would be right. The longest and toughest is having a teenager. Hard work. Oy. Caitlin says, add it up, and you'll have an a-hole for 936 weeks that 
you love to death. Yeah, Caitlin. Caitlin would also be our friend. <laughs> yes. Nadia says, I'm pretty sure I have had a teenager for a billion weeks based on my age progression. Oh, Nadia, we need a night cream for you, girl. <sighs> Those got so dark so quickly. I know. What is the saying? The days go by so... Slowly. The days are long, but the years are short is like the the mommy equivalent of like live, laugh, love. Both of which I don't want hanging in my house. Or tattooed on your body. No. <laughs> Do people get live, laugh, love tattooed? Yes. Makes me want to enjoy the good moments before dealing with the terrible ones. You know? I mean, maybe that's the message. Just like try to remember the good ones. Enjoy them as much as you can because there's going to be some shit ones up yep. here coming your way. Exactly. That's the message. You just get through it and you enjoy as much as you can and try to be present. And speaking of enjoying things. Yes. Confession time. Shh. Confessions. It's that time again. It's time for confessions. Oh, God. You know, by the time we get to this point, part of me is, like, really ready f- to feel free, and the other part of me is so scared. I know. I feel like half my family is going to disown me for my confession. I know. It's very Catholic of me. Oh, my God. Okay, so mine is pretty serious this week. I feel like today was, like, my serious day. Um, so I've become kind of mean. Okay. Like, I'm mean to the people I love, not to strangers. And the the thing is... It's my problem. It's not like people are being crappy to me and so I'm being mean back. I'm just kind of biting first. And I think it's partially because I'm struggling with my own identity of like who I am now. Yeah. It's weird because like in one way I don't fully identify as a mother. Like I see other people I'm like, oh, they're moms. I'm like, yeah. oh, wait a second. I'm a mom. Like I forget. In other ways, I'm totally was even a mother before I was a mother. Yep. Um, but I think this internal struggle makes me like mad and sad and confused and I guess mean and I'm only mean to the people unfortunately like my partner who is amazing he's so amazing um because I know he'll love me still so I'm sorry to everyone I've been mean to primarily my partner Lee I love you I'm sorry and to like random family members and friends that I've just been shit to that was so nice that was a beautiful confession you shouldn't be scared Oh, God. I'm usually like a nice snarky confection keeps me safe emotionally. <laughs> yeah, you ready for it? Yeah. Oh, God. Before I say this, no, it didn't happen, okay? Just all of you know that this did not happen. But I did consider putting Sebastian in a dog crate for timeout. That was a true listen, a true thought of mine. We have terrible thoughts all the time. All the it's time. It's totally okay to have a terrible, terrible thought and not act on it. Yes. We just, you and I have verbal diarrhea so that we just tell totally. people about it. Now it's you guys. It's your turn. ScaryMommy.com has a page for completely anonymous confessions. So go on it and do what we do. Just let it all out. I, I promise you, you will feel better for it. This week... We have the lovely Jessica Alba. Yes. Take it away, Jess. I'm Jessica Alba, and here are your scary mommy confessions. <laughs> I served up cupcakes from a box mix at a dinner party. All my friends are asking for the recipe, and I'm avoiding them because I'm ashamed to say water was the only ingredient. Who are your friends, and why are they so uptight? You should be proud that you had good-ass cupcakes that everybody wanted the recipe for, and you should have been like, and guess what, it's this box. In fact, you should actually take it to them and say, you're welcome. Sex is just another chore. I don't think you're getting the right sex. I forgot the water purifying drops and accidentally killed my kid's betta fish. I swapped it out with a new one of the same color and never fessed up, as you should. You're a good parent. 
That's called good parenting. Today, I met up with a former coworker. We always got along very well, and now he has turned totally hot, too. Part of me is hoping we will get together. Are you single? Are you married? That is the question. My husband needs to stop working from home so much. I love him, but there's such a thing as too much togetherness. I need my solitude sometimes. You do. Nobody needs that much husband in their life. I'm Jessica Alba, and I'm a scary mommy. All right, mamas, now that we've taken a load off of our shoulders, we want to thank you so much for joining us today. We had a blast, as we always do. And if you love this show, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts to help more moms find us. And if you want more Scary Mommy, be sure to subscribe to Scary Mommy Speaks wherever you get your podcasts and visit us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat for videos, stories, and shopping you won't want to miss. Scary Mommy Speaks is a Some Spider production. This episode was produced by Dorothy Abrams and Julie Katakis. Edited by Dorothy Abrams and recorded and mixed by Weston Fonder. Special thanks to Sam Bellingham and Angelina Powers at Final Mix. Don't forget, we want to hear from you. So email your comments to speaks at scarymommy.com. Scary Mommy Speaks. <laughs>